Welcome everyone to episode 365 of the award-winning podcast, Virgo and the Freak. My name is the Glorious League Freak, and Andrew's off today. It's just me riding solo. So I thought I'd cover some of the things that are happening in rugby league at the moment. And let's kick off by news, with news, sorry, that Super League will be shown on Channel 4 over in the UK. And that will give them national coverage of 10 live games over the course of the 2022 season. Now, they've got the first game locked in already. That will be the Leeds Rhinos hosting the Warrington Wolves on Saturday, the 12th of February. And two of these games are going to be finals matches, which is pretty good news for Super League because they've desperately needed national coverage on some level. Obviously, they get some games covered by Sky Sports, and that's great. But to be on free-to-air TV is absolutely massive for them. Hopefully, it gets them a new audience. Hopefully, it gets them a lot more eyeballs, and that helps everyone. That helps every single team in the competition. Um, it allows them to go to advertisers and say, look, this is what you can get out of putting your name on our jersey. Um, and hopefully it allows them to push for bigger deals across the board, including future broadcasting agreements with probably Sky and any other free-to-air network if this all works out. Um, as always, with Super League, there's a lot of issues that they've got to overcome. And, you know, you could do a 10-part podcast series about all of those problems. But any positive news is positive news, and it's a step in the right direction. And this seems like it's a step in the right direction. Um, Peter Andrews, who is the head of Channel 4 Sport, had this to say. He said, quote, We're absolutely thrilled to be bringing Super League to free-to-air television for the first time in its history. It's fantastic news for rugby league fans, and it's a really special addition to Channel 4 Sport's portfolio particularly since it's one of our first major partnerships partnerships since moving to our new national HQ building in the majestic in the majestic in Leeds I don't know what the majestic is I'm guessing it's a, a big building of some sort that everyone's pretty excited about in Leeds but look good news and the thing about rugby league in the UK is anytime that you can get more people watching it it's a good thing and it's going to drive all sorts of positive markers within the game over there, and they really, really need it. Like, the game in the over there in the UK really needs a shot in the arm, and they keep on looking for external sources to do that, and at the end of the day, it comes down to working within what you've got and trying to build something. And look, if you can get a lot more eyeballs on the game, that's a good thing, and hopefully it powers forward different areas of the game and most importantly expansion because if you get free-to-air networks involved they're going to say look we've got certain markets that we want you to cover and we would pay more if you had teams here here and here and that's what pushes expansion really like it's all well and good to say we want to expand the player base and all this sort of thing but at the end of the day it's your broadcasters and your sponsors that push for expansion. So hopefully this is a step in the right direction. The Penrith Panthers have come out this week and let it be known that they won't be going over to the UK for the World Club Challenge. 
They've not talked to anybody about playing in the World Club Challenge. There's been no discussions with anyone about any World Club Challenge going ahead. And as a Panthers fan, I'm pretty happy about that. I think the World Club Challenge is a bit ridiculous. And I don't think that I would want the club to be focused on winning a game in February. I'm more focused on them being good in you know September, October when the big games of the season are played. Now, they've said that if St. Helens want to fly over here, they can. They would uh, have the game at Penrith Football Stadium and they'd play it as part of their pre-season warm-up to the NRL season, which is nice of them. They wouldn't pay, be playing it, paying any of the costs or anything like that. But it's an option if St. Helens want to take part in a game like that. It can be on. It's pretty straightforward. Having the game over in the UK right now is just not feasible. And I don't want to hear what other sports are doing because I don't care what other sports do. Like a lot of people keep on saying to me, well, have a look at what Rugby Union's doing. If Rugby Union looked after their own players for the last 120 years, Rugby League wouldn't exist. So please don't give me that Rugby Union bullshit. The seven-week average of new cases in the UK is 42,000. That's 42,000 every single day for the last week. In Sydney, I think I saw in the news that we had something like 128 cases yesterday. Like that is the difference between the numbers in terms of COVID cases. You wouldn't send your players over there. It'd be silly to, especially for a game that is not needed an exhibition game like the World Club Challenge. I, As I said, I would much rather see the Panthers play absolutely anybody in true trial games where you can name a squad of 25 players, get everyone a run. You might play it in quarters. It doesn't really matter because the results don't matter. Just like the World Club Challenge, the results don't really matter. And if St. Helens want to come over here and play it, that's great. I think it was Stone Gozard that said to me, when we have 17 teams, when the um, the Dolphins come into the competition in 2023, if you look at our magic round, we're going to have one team that has to have a bye. And one of the things we could do, instead of having that team sit out for the weekend, we could play the World Club Challenge during that weekend. And I think that's a great idea, personally. Play it during the football season. Seems kind of obvious, doesn't it? So that's one thing that uh, has been up for discussion on the interwebs lately. And it's funny because whenever you hear somebody talking about, well, what about promoting the international game? It's always someone from England and they're always unhappy that there wasn't a dollar made for an English team or the English game. And it's funny because you just don't see England going anywhere else. They just don't like it. They like everyone to come over to England, make some money for them, and then they pretend that they've done something wonderful for the international game. It's like, I'm sorry, that's not how it works. So I was very happy to see that Penrith won't be taking part in that ridiculous, stupid exhibition game. Be ready for the NRL season. It's a very long season and, you know, be be at your best at the right time of the year 
focusing on some game in February is just ridiculous if you ask me. West Tigers back rower Luciano Leilua has signed a three-year deal reported to be worth $2.2 million with the North Queensland Cowboys starting in 2023. He has also asked the Tigers for an immediate release from his contract. So that could turn into, I guess, a four-year deal if he can sort that out. Or maybe they just bring the deal forward. Who knows? But that would be a big blow for the Tigers. Luciano Leilua is a pretty handy player for them. Um, he was a good impact player, especially early on this season. And as the season went on and the team got worse and worse, his form kind of tailed off a little bit with the rest of his teammates. Um, you know, me and Andrew on this podcast have talked about Leilua and that he's one of those players that the Tigers have got to hold on to and they've lost him. So it's a lot of money. I understand that. But it seems like that is the going rate for an, an all right back rower. If you look at how much it's said that the the Bulldogs are going to pay Kikau, and then you look at where Leilua is there, you know, that if you're a good back rower, you're going to get paid. So there's also this thing, I think, when you're not a very good team and you get the chance to grab some talent, you kind of need to grab that talent. And the West Tigers are a really good example of what happens if you say, no, no, we're not going to pay that much for talent. You end up with nothing. You end up with a team that hasn't got any talent. You know, to get good players to bad clubs, you're going to have to pay overs at some point. And you look, that's what the Cowboys have done. Now, would you say that it's the best idea? Not really. But it's better than having absolutely no talent at all. And I would say that having Leilua alongside a Jason Tomalolo is not a bad option at the end of the day. Now, some news that supposedly rocked rugby league. I don't think we really felt that in the game, but that's how the media are framing it. Was news that Josh Alloyer, otherwise known as Ole O'Shea from the Manly Seagulls, has tested positive for COVID-19. Hopefully he's okay. Um, that put his fight that he was going to have on the 10th of December with Paul Gallen, who is just a remarkable athlete that he just keeps powering on well into, well, what would mo mostly be the end of somebody's sporting career. Something about Paul Gallen, he just keeps on going and going and going. It's fantastic. But it's put a, a postponement on their boxing match, their celebrity boxing match. If you've seen the undercard for that boxing match, let me tell you, it is a who's who of why. Um, you know, hopefully LOAA is okay. Uh, he will... It's going to be interesting to see what after effects he has. I know in the NBA, when they've had some players come down with COVID, um, a lot of them have said that it took them up to a year to get their cardio back to where they really wanted it to be and where it was before they got COVID. I'd be shocked if other NRL players haven't picked up COVID and we just haven't heard about it. But this is the first case that's become public. So 
Hopefully he's all right and it doesn't affect him. Look, he's a fit dude. Uh, I don't know if he he was um, immunized against it, but you know he's got plenty of time to get over it. We're in the like the middle of the off season. If you were going to get COVID as a footy player, this is the time to get it. And I saw some people saying, um, I saw Sam. He actually messaged me on Twitter and said that this is probably going to see the um, COVID protocols changed within the NRL. I don't know about that. I think that we're going to have different COVID restrictions and stuff on players and what they can do than we've had in the past. Because in Australia, we've got so many um, people that have had the vaccine and the numbers are so low. I don't think it's going to be open slather just yet. I think we're still a couple of ways uh, years away from that. But I could see where NRL players kind of are kept apart from the public to a certain extent and sort of asked to not go to certain places and things like that. Maybe they should start with clubs and pubs, eh? Um, Just on the undercard, having a look at some of the players that are on the undercard, Joey Leilua was going to fight, and I guess he still could fight, um, Chris Hyington. So that's a bit of a weird one. And okay, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's the only thing on this on this list of players. Oh, by the way, Joey Leilua has signed a contract to play for the Featherstone Rovers in the first division in England, which has got to be the weirdest move I've ever seen. Now Joey Leilua has just left the West Tigers and talked about what a terrible club it is. And, you know, he knows when a club is good and bad and the West Tigers were a bad club. He is signed for a first division team over there in the UK. And I had somebody message me and say, how do you think he'll go? And I had to say, look, based on what he's done in the NRL, I think he's going to turn up probably not in the best condition. And he's probably not going to be the best performer on the field, unfortunately. But at least he got a contract somewhere. And, and look, that's a good thing. So good on you, Joey Leilua. And he's taken part in a boxing match, apparently. That's always great to see how well the celebrity boxing scene in Australia looks after NRL players. The Gold Coast Titans have held on to the man I like to call Big Tino to the end of the 2026 season. They uh, signed a contract extension with him that will go for four years and be worth $3.3 million. Now, I wonder how many of these contracts are lined up against a possible um, expansion of the NRL salary cap. I think that might be the case of what we're seeing here. But it's a big contract for a young dude. Look, he's a good player. Um, I think that you know, it's it's a talent thing. You've got to have the talent. You've got to pay for the talent. And there was a lot of talk that he might have ended up going to the Dolphins. He talked about himself, the possibility of going and playing under Wayne Bennett. But at the end of the day, the money was too good to turn down from the Titans. It's good to see them hold on to a player. Um, because, you know, the Titans have gone for so long without being relevant, really, in the NRL, in the NRL final series. 
and it'd be cool to see them actually build something and get going and moving forward as a club. They've kind of been treading water for way too long. So it's good to see that happening. By the way, on Alloy A, I've just had a look. Apparently he was fully vaccinated and he still got COVID. So that's an interesting part of that story. Now, the Penrith Panthers have told Appy Coruscant that if he remains unvaccinated, it could be an issue for him rejoining the club for next season. This, I think, is going to be less of a story than the media will make out. There's going to be players that are going to decide against getting vaccinated. And that's cool. That's totally up to them. But I can see where if there are travel restrictions in place to places like Queensland or New Zealand or Victoria for Sydney-based clubs anyway, and you know all of those other clubs in, in those other parts of Australia, that there's just a bunch of different rules for different parts of this part of the world. Some places you need to show that you're fully vaccinated. Other places you don't need to do that. It's going to be interesting to see how clubs handle that. And Appy Coruscant, I think, is one of those players that is probably on the cusp of being good enough that you have to make a decision. So if there's someone like, say, a superstar, you're probably going to accommodate him. If it's somebody that's a fringe first grader, you might say to them, look, we're going to have to let you go because we can't have you in our squad because you can't play in a, a hell of a lot of games because you're unvaccinated. I think Appy Coruscant is probably towards the latter. He's definitely not a superstar. And he's one of those players that I feel as though is replaceable in the Panthers team. You know, his season this year wasn't great. And, you know, when he didn't play for us, we didn't miss him too much. So that's going to be interesting to see how clubs handle these unvaccinated players. Um, I just hope it doesn't turn into a circus. And if it's going to be a circus, it's going to be a media circus. And I don't want to see players getting attacked for their decisions on their personal health. And we talked about that in a podcast a couple of weeks ago. Now, we all know the saga about the photo, the infamous photo with Viliami Kikau wearing a Bulldogs polo top when he signed a contract with them from 2023. It was supposed to be a private photo. They found the employee that leaked the photo. And according to Fox Sports in Australia, it is an executive that was on $200,000 a year at the club. It doesn't say what his job was at the club, but it says that the club gave employees access to an app that gave them access to security footage and security cameras. And this guy saw this picture being taken and took a screenshot of it and sent it to a friend. And from there, the picture's out in the wild and it goes viral. Now, they called this guy in and he has resigned. And I kind of feel sorry for him because to lose a $200,000 a year job because of this is pretty harsh, you know. But it put egg on the face of Kikau and the Bulldogs 
the Fox Sports article that I'm reading says that it's um, it's raised tensions further between the Bulldogs and Panthers. I think that's a load of shit. You know, this is just business. Should the picture have been taken? Look, it was going to be a personal picture. You can have a look at where they are. They're in like some corridor in the back of somewhere. It's not like they're sitting out the front of the Leagues Club or something. This was going to be a private photo. Um, I feel sorry for everyone that got leaked out. I really do. I think that it's just really unfortunate. i got no problems with kick-out signing for the Bulldogs. You know, Matt Burton did it this year. He played for the Panthers. He played great. I'm sure Kikau will play great for the Panthers next year before he goes to the Bulldogs. It's just rugby league business. It just is what it is. And, you know, of course, everyone's running around pretending it's something it's not. I don't understand that. I don't know why people need to drum up drama. I didn't see this as a big drama, but, you know, according to the media, everything's a big drama. It's absolutely ridiculous. Anyway. That is all the latest news in rugby league. It's been a pretty quiet off-season, which has been good so far. Although, I feel like every time I say that, some giant disgraceful story comes out. So, touch wood, hopefully that doesn't happen this time. Um, If you want to follow us, make sure you go to fergonfreak.com. You can find all of the links to follow myself, Andrew, the podcast... You can subscribe. Make sure if you subscribe to the podcast that you give us a five-star rating. And remember, you've got to leave a comment with a five-star rating saying, thank you, Gary Schofield. And that's it. Nothing else. Just thank Gary Schofield. And uh, I'm sure he'll appreciate it. 49 tests. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. You can follow me on Twitter. My Twitter is at League Freak, no space. You can follow me on Instagram. My Instagram name is The Glorious League Freak, no spaces. Go on to Facebook. If you put in leaguefreak.com, you'll find the, the uh, page for the website where I put up all of the articles and the podcasts and things like that. Also, of course, go to leaguefreak.com. I write occasionally. Uh, probably more than occasionally, actually, but uh, you can check that out. Go and check out the lookalikes. If you haven't checked out the lookalikes on leaguefreak.com, you're missing out because there's some damn good ones on there. Check out the quotes. There's some really funny quotes on there. Uh, and just have a look through the website, you know, and it's funny because we sometimes get people that have listened to the podcast for the whole time that we've done it now. And then they'll go and check out the website and they'll be like, wow, I didn't realize your website was that big or had that many different things on it. So um, go and check it out. See what you think about it. Anyway, that's the end of this podcast. It's only a short one. I'm not going to say it. And hopefully there's more news coming up soon. Uh, Me and Andrew are going to do the part three of reading the YouTube comments. The reason we haven't done that yet is because... People keep on leaving new comments, which is really cool. So if you want to get your name read out on that episode, go to our YouTube page. If you just put in uh, Fergon Freak into the search bar on YouTube, you'll see the little logo comes up. Just click on that. Uh, Comment on some of the videos 
and your comments will be added and we'll go through them. We've still got so many comments to go through. We might end up doing four parts to that, actually. We'll just have to wait and see. Um, and so until then, have a good time. Look after yourself. Get your Christmas shopping done. And we will catch you soon. <laughs>